Hello, hello. Hola, hola, sis, amiga, queen, girlfriend. Welcome to episode 17 of the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. This is your host, Les Regalado, and I want to thank you for pressing play yet again, for jumping on your favorite podcast platform and choosing to listen to my podcast. Today, I will be sharing about my self-growth journey and hope that what you hear today inspires you to start your very own self-growth journey as well and enroll in the University of Opportunities. Without any further delay, let's get started. Before we get started, though, I wanted to share some exciting news with you. First of all, I will soon be a published author, so that's really, really surreal and extremely exciting. I will share a little bit more about that later. Um, the book launch, I think, is early June. Um, I'm also launching a website and a private Facebook group titled or called We Lead, W-E Lead. We stands for Women Empowered. Um, it's the We Lead Society. So I'll, again, share more details um, a little bit later in the episode. But what I wanted to start with is, and you're probably wondering, what in the world do I mean when I say enroll in the University of Opportunities, which is the topic for today's episode? Well, it's definitely not a traditional university. Rather, it's a commitment to yourself to study opportunity, to condition your mind to see the possibilities, the potential in life. It's the start of your very own personal development journey. The truth is that opportunity won't come knocking on your door to find you. Instead, you must go out there and find it. As Pelé, one of the greatest soccer players of all time once said, success is no accident. It is hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you are doing or learning to do. When I decided to enroll in the University of Opportunities many years ago, I did it unconsciously. What I mean is that I didn't realize this is what I was doing. I had a desire to learn and grow. Deep inside, I knew I was created to do something great, to impact the lives of many, but I wasn't quite sure how exactly that would happen. At the time, I was part of one of the largest network organizations or marketing companies, I should say, in the world. And everyone who was where I wanted to be within the organization was talking about self-development and self-growth and was offering tips and advice based on their experience and what they were doing to become the best version of themselves. Every time someone I admired shared their story, I was inspired. And what they shared helped grow my belief that if they could do it, then so could I. I would always hear the phrase, leaders are readers. And I'm not going to lie, I resisted this truth for a very long time. Why? Because I didn't love to read. When I was younger, I didn't read much, you know, except when I had to read for like a school project or a school assignment or a test. Every time I would read, I get sleepy and I would definitely lose interest. I wouldn't, I would start a book and then never finish it. I'm not proud of this fact, but the first time that I started reading and actually finished a book was when I was about 20 years old, maybe mid, late 20s. That's not young at all. Not for it to have been my first time to finish a book. But like I said, I'm not proud of that fact. Before that, I would read enough of the book to write the book report or pass a test or whatever. I want to share um, with you after all of that and after the you know resisting of the fact that readers are leaders, <laughs> um, I wanted to share with you kind of how I started my personal self-growth journey. Because 
If I knew then what I know now, I would have gotten to the place where I am now so much quicker. I guess I hope that whatever I share with you will shorten the time that it takes for you to achieve your success, whatever that means to you, and help you reach your best self faster. Sort of like a GPS. Let's um, call me your BFF GPS, I guess. (laughs) What I did when I first started. Let me share that with you. Okay, so... The first thing I did was I started to read books. Yes, I started to read books that my mentor suggested. Not many, but I did start somewhere. Then I started listening to podcasts. I love podcasts. And I did from the very beginning that I started listening to them. So as I listened to episode after episode, I discovered that I loved learning via audio. And then I started listening to audiobooks. Like the idea clicked in my mind that if, you know, I kind of didn't enjoy reading an actual book, which I do now, but back then I didn't, that maybe an audiobook would be a better option for me. So when I did this, this is when I realized what people meant when they said leaders are readers. Oh my goodness. There's so much wisdom and knowledge in books. Imagine this. Amazing human beings who have endured so much hardship, overcame incredible obstacles, have invested time, money, energy in their dreams, and have finally attained these dreams and so much more. These human beings have written a book where they were able to choose a limited amount of information of wisdom that they've gained through years and years of experience. And that amount is what they're going to share with us. And they've created this tool to offer us an opportunity of a head start. This tool is their book. It's such a gift, guys. Like if you see it that way, well, I guess for me, when I saw it that way, I was like, holy smokes, this is such a true gift. And I needed to do whatever I could do to devour as many books as possible. So I can't believe it took me so dang long to realize how life-changing books can be because I'm not going to lie, reading books, listening to podcasts, being curious enough to invest time and energy and money into my personal development via all these tools has changed my life. I also attended conferences, some of them within the organization I was a part of, some of them outside. I registered and attended online webinars, online courses, anything I could to expand my mind, gain more knowledge, you know, gain my wisdom or grow my wisdom, I should say. Um, But of course, all the knowledge in the world won't matter if we don't apply it and take action. Have you heard people say knowledge is power? I know I did for a very long time. Well, that's true, but only when applied. Otherwise, we are just being hoarders of information. We're just hoarding information because without application, it just kind of goes to waste. As I continue my self-growth journey, I discovered a few key lessons. Lessons that taught me what exactly was happening while I was reading, listening, attending conferences, etc. I would like to share these with you because, again, I believe that if I would have known this earlier, it would have given me a purpose to keep moving forward and not pause as often as I did during my personal growth journey. So key lessons of what's happening as you commit to your self-growth. This is what I discovered as I committed to my personal self-growth. Number one, you immerse yourself in the feeling that anything is possible and that there's an abundance of opportunities heading your way. 
Number two, you are dedicating time to learning how you can become the best version of yourself so that you can soak up the opportunities in life. Number three, you surround yourself with people who are creating amazing opportunities for themselves. When you enroll in the University of Opportunities, your life begins to change. I promise you this. Opportunities will arise. New people will come into your life. You'll feel so much more positive, which is huge. There's another very important thing that I want to talk a little bit about. I want to talk about feeling and being positive. For some of us, being positive comes naturally, and for some, not so much. I've always been told that I'm very positive. I didn't always understand what people meant. It was normal for me to think and be the way I was. As I grew older and I paid more attention, I realized that not everyone was positive. On the contrary, I've met many people who are extremely negative. For a while, I didn't understand why people were so negative and always focused on all the bad things that were going on in the world or in their lives all they didn't have instead of focusing on all they did. Eventually, I discovered an amazing tool that I believe can help with with this if used consistently. Keyword, consistency. I'm referring to a gratitude journal. A gratitude journal doesn't have to be anything super fancy. It can be the notes in your cell phone, a spiral notebook you have at home, or any notebook for that matter, or just a journal. Anything that will allow you to write in it, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so what is a gratitude journal? A gratitude journal is a notebook, okay, where or a journal that you are going to choose and you're going to choose to write everything you're grateful for in this journal every single day. Now, it doesn't have to be like a million and one things. You can literally take five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, whether it's as soon as you wake up or right before you go to bed to write down everything that you're grateful for. Now, I use what um, I use what Rachel Hollis calls a start today journal. And within that journal, I get to write five things that I'm grateful for from the previous day because I do it in the morning. Um, and I just write down, you know, it could be big things. It could be small things. You kind of get to decide um, what it is. You could start off with big things like your health and your family and the opportunity to love and be loved by your family. Maybe your children's health, um, the fact that you have a roof over your head, that you have a home that you have a heater, that you have a warm home, that you have a warm home to come to when it's freezing outside here in Chicago. Um, You could be grateful for, you know, I don't know, like there's so many big things that you could be grateful for. And there's also small things like, you know, one time I remember writing just the cuddles with my kids right before we go to bed, Um, being able to be here when my kids wake up and, you know, before they go to bed, being able to pick them up, you know, as much as I don't, enjoy you know being a taxi driver for them before school and after school because I drop them off pick them up drop them off pick them up activities school etc but you know I am grateful for the fact that I am the one that does that that I get to be there you know when they go to school and they you know can tell me all about their day or I can pull it out of them because you know how kids are when they are preteen and teen it's like how was school and they're like good and I'm like what was good about it and they're like nothing or everything. I mean, it's just one to two word answers. It is ridiculous. So I get to be there and, you know, when it's fresh in their mind, I get to talk to them and sometimes they come out and they're excited about something and they share it. So it's, you know, the little things or if, 
you know, you went to the store and someone opened the door for you and, you know, said good morning or good evening. Just the little things that, you know, we can be grateful for. And what this practice does, does number one, it helps you to look for those little things that you can write down in your gratitude journal the next morning. That's number one. Number two, it helps you to focus on the good instead of the bad. And this is a reason why I encourage everyone that I can to start a gratitude journal. Because honestly, why wouldn't you want to focus on the good? What you think about, you bring about. What you focus on, you attract more of. So if you're constantly focusing on things that are negative, what do you think you're going to attract? As opposed to if you're constantly focusing on things that you're grateful for and you're living in gratitude, you're going to attract great, positive, wonderful things to your life. And even when things are not that great, you can still look for the good things within the bad things because I promise you there is something good. I'm going to explain to you um, about, you know, being like grateful. When I was little, um, when I was just nine years old, my dad passed away um, in a very tragic car accident and driving to Mexico to pick us up after a vacation. I think I've told this story before early on when I recorded one of the first few podcast episodes, but um, long story short, you know, he passed away and I remember thinking, and I was only nine, so I don't even know exactly when I realized that I was, that I had thought this when I was that age, but I remember thinking that, you know, when he passed away, um, there was some, like an event or a thing happening in, in the, in our town. And I remember thinking, you know, maybe God decided that, you know, it was my dad's time, number one, but maybe God decided to take him, you know, when we weren't there. So we didn't see him suffer. So we didn't, you know, experience the trauma as opposed to there was an event happening where, you know, it was a very dangerous activity. And if he was going to participate in it, he could have maybe passed away there. So God, you know, my thought was God, maybe he just picked the best of the two like bad things that can happen the best for us as, you know, his children, for my mom, his wife. And I mean, just, you know, I think back to me thinking that way. I mean, it's kind of wild because again, I was so young and the fact that I looked for the silver, silver lining in such a terrible, um, ugly situation that, you know, it was because losing my dad was exactly that. You know, I, I don't wish for anyone to grow up without their dad. We missed out on so, so much. Um, you know, thankfully, we had our mom, who was the strongest, most courageous woman that I ever knew. So, you know, very grateful for that. But, you know, still, it was it was a very tragic moment um, and experience for my sisters and for myself. So, but, you know, again, when you look for the good and even the most horrific situation, it allows you to live in gratitude. It gives you a positive, you know, attitude and a positive attitude equals to a positive life. So lastly, I want to share something that I'm very, very excited about. So I want to share about, you know, what I was mentioning earlier, which was, writing my story, um, I was asked, if you remember on in episode 15, I interviewed a powerful Latina leader. Her name is Jackie, Jacqueline. And I interviewed her. She shared 
her very powerful, inspiring story. And at the end, I had, you know, sent her a text just thanking her for just sharing her time, her story with me, with you guys, because I was extremely inspired by her, um, by her story, by, by everything that she's doing. So, and then she followed by, you know, just saying welcome and thanking me for my time and just asking if I would like to write my story and share it in a book series that she has. Um, it's titled Today's Inspired Latina. And there's six volumes already to this book. And she asked me to be a part of volume eight, which I'm extremely excited about because honestly, I've never had a goal of becoming an author, you know, writing a book, anything like that. But, you know, God has amazing plans for each and every single one of us. And she connected me and he connected me with Jackie and which led to you know, me writing my story. And there's another, there's actually the reason why last week um, you didn't hear an episode or I didn't launch an episode on Monday like I do every single Monday. Every single Monday, there's an episode released of the Perfectly Imperfect podcast, except for last Monday. And this is the reason why I was within a week, actually within less than a week, I had to write, come up and write my story. And it was stressful a bit, but it was such an exciting, amazing, inspiring time. You know, that whole week that I spent writing and editing and sharing with my sisters and getting feedback. Um, it was awesome. And I want to thank two people that made this possible. Um, number one, my sister, my sister, Jessenia. Jessenia, um, Jesse, I call her Jesse, introduced me to Ruby. Ruby was someone I interviewed on episode 12 of this podcast. Um, Jesse suggested that I reach out to Ruby and um, interview her because she had a really powerful, inspiring story. Ruby lost her husband. Um, she's only 30, mid-30s, I think it is. Yeah, mid-30s. Um, or early 30s, I should say. She's in her early 30s. I'm sorry, Ruby. <laughs> early 30s. And a few years back, she lost her, her husband. She has, you know, small children, she has a thriving business and, you know, I was just inspired by just her passion and her commitment to, you know, not use life and what happens to you in life as a reason to stop and to hold yourself back, but it's a reason to move forward and to give it all that you've got. And in honor of her husband, she has pushed forward. And she is designing a beautiful, beautiful life for herself and for her children. So Ruby um, also wrote or shared her story on volume five of today's Inspired Latina book. And Ruby introduced me to Jackie. And that is why I interviewed Jackie on episode 15. So thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Ruby. I will forever be grateful because something exciting, something amazing started with that interview that I did with Jackie a few weeks back. Um, and I'm also, I also want to share that after lots of prayer, faith, belief, and lots of action, I have found clarity for discovering my purpose. For a while, I was kind of like foggy, I guess. <laughs> and I knew I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to get something started. I knew there was a purpose for my life and I wanted, I didn't want to settle for just, you know, working 
you know, with a certain organization or working for someone else or just like doing something that didn't really satisfy um, that desire within my heart of working, you know, with a purpose. So I discovered my purpose um, and it was because I believed I was made for more because I knew deep inside that I was created to live a life that included passion for my work. And I never gave up. I was willing to always be in search of my purpose. You know, I was willing to, you know, Google this and listen to this podcast episode and read this book and listen to this, you know, um, webinar and enroll in this online course. I mean, I was always searching because I knew that if I didn't stop and I was always in action, that eventually I would find what God wanted me to do. He wasn't going to just say, here you go, this is what you're supposed to do and kind of lay it out for me. But, you know, if I was willing to take action, I was, I guess I was willing to take action because I wanted God to bless that action somehow, some way. And let me just say that this passion project that I'm currently working on is exactly what I've been searching for. How do I know that you might be asking? Well, let me give you some examples of what's been happening for the last week or so since my purpose became crystal clear. Number one, my excitement for this passion project is incredible and something that I've never experienced. So that's number one. Number two, at nighttime when I go to bed, I cannot stop thinking about all the details, ideas, all I can do with this amazing opportunity you know, that's my passion project. So that's two. Number three, in the morning when I wake up, when my alarm goes off at 5 a.m., yes, 5 a.m., and I'm not a morning person. So for those of you that, you know, know me, you know that waking up at 5 a.m. has always been a struggle. Waking up at 6 a.m. has always been a struggle. But even though I don't initially want to wake up when my alarm goes off, the second that my passion project pops into my head, I quickly roll out of bed, because I cannot wait to enjoy my morning routine that I've created that's preparing me for an incredibly productive day of getting one step closer to launching the We Lead Facebook group and website. And that's my passion project. It's titled We Lead Society, which I'll explain a little bit more about in a second. Number four, I've become so clear about my vision that waking up at 5 a.m. excites me because of the incredible morning routine I've created for myself, which I do want to share with you because, why do I want to share it with you? Because I know the difference that it has made for me. I've heard many, 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 many successful people that I've listened to on podcasts, on, you know, books, on Facebook interview or Facebook videos, whatever, people that I've listened to that I know are extremely successful in their field, I've always heard them say that they have this strong, powerful morning routine. Number one, they wake up early. They wake up before the sun rises because they want to get a head start on their day. And they create this morning routine that empowers them to have just an amazing day. So my morning routine that I have recently adopted that I believe is creating change, huge change for me in my life is this. So I wake up at 5 a.m. Okay, like 5.05, 5.10, you know, by the time I actually like roll out of bed. <laughs> by 5.30, I'm doing my workout. I used to do my uh, visualization meditation before, like before my workout, but then I read a book um, titled The 5 a.m. Club and Robin Sherma, I believe is the name of the author, 
he um, explained how science backs up the fact that when you work out first thing in the morning, it releases all this, like all these like endorphins that makes you happy, that gives you energy. Like it's really good. I'll share with you guys in a later episode, like what I mean, but because I don't remember all the details and I did not write them down, but there's like amazing energy and power and and good stuff that's released within your body when you work out and when you sweat first thing in the morning so by 5 30 i'm doing my workout my workout usually lasts about 20 to 30 minutes by 6 a.m i'm having my first meal which is a protein shake with some veggies um by 6 10 i'm starting my journaling of like my gratitude journal which like i said earlier it's called the start today journal um it's a um it's something that Rachel Hollis created. So if you guys want to look into that, you can go into hollisco.com, I think, or just Google Rachel Hollis Start Today Journal and you can look at it. Or you can just use a notebook, like I said. Um, and even she recommends, like, if you don't have money or if you can't, you know, if you don't want to invest in a Start Today Journal, just grab a notebook and do this. So I do my gratitude journal for about 10 minutes. Then by 6.20, I'm doing my visualization meditation, which, let me tell you, it is freaking amazing. You take about 15 to 20 minutes and you take time to meditate and visualize your future. So within, it's a guided meditation. So within the meditation, um, the guide is sharing with you or I guess telling you to picture you meeting your future, you meeting with your future self. And then he has you imagine what your future self looks like, smells like, smells like, acts like what she's wearing. Um, then she has, then he has you ask her questions. Like, you know, so I asked my future self questions and it's just, it's amazing. I really highly encourage doing visualization meditation. I've tried different meditations and this for me by far is my absolute favorite um, visualization is very, very powerful. Um, I think at the beginning, it's a little unclear, like, you know, it could be a little foggy, like you don't have all the details, you can't picture every, um, every single thing. So like I, at the beginning, I couldn't really picture like what I look like or, you know, what I had accomplished. And then the more I do this type of meditation, the more that I like, I see more details. I, I see everything clear. I see my future more and more clear. So it's just, it's so powerful guys. Like seriously, try it out. Um, then after all this, I get myself ready or if it's time to get the kids up because they have their schedule changes every other day, um, I either get the kids ready or get myself ready. So, um, and then my, you know, morning routine is kind of done and then it comes time to, well, not technically done, but then comes the kids and feeding them and all that good stuff. Um, but a morning routine equals an extremely productive and exciting day, guys. It just it helps me to be ready for my day instead of, you know, my day kind of just taking over. So I'm in control of my day. Therefore, my day isn't controlling me, if that makes sense. All right. So let me share with you guys uh, my passion project. Uh, what in the world is my passion project? I want to share it with you. It's called We W period, E period, lead society. We lead society. And we stands for, like I mentioned earlier, women empowered. It is a platform for a community of women to receive support, training, and mentorship that's going to lead to the growth in a variety of areas in their life. 
Number one, mindset. Number two, heart set. Number three, health set. Number four, soul set. This is actually known as the four interior empires of history makers. It's a breakthrough model that's created by Robin Sharma, which, as I mentioned earlier, is the author of The 5AM Club. It's a book that I absolutely love and highly, highly recommend to everyone. So that can be the first thing on your list that you can read. (laughs) Um, It is a place. So we lead society. It's a place for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs to connect, build, and grow. So if you're looking for the answers to those questions swirling inside your mind all over the place, the tools and mentorship that you need to scale your business to grand success or even just get it started, well, you found it. That's exactly what We Lead Society will offer along with so much more. My mind is constantly coming up with ideas for this passion project, and I've started to keep a big ideas journal to make sure all these divine downloads, I learned these two words from Jackie, divine downloads, I want to make sure that these divine downloads become a reality. I will soon allow announce the launch of the We Lead Society private Facebook group and the We Lead Society website on social. So be on the lookout because I cannot wait to share my passion project with you and have you immerse yourself in it like I have and hopefully gain so much from it. So I have an invitation for you. I want to invite you to enroll in the University of Opportunities today. Not tomorrow, not the next day, like right now. So what you can do is, number one, start your personal development slash self-growth journey today. First, what you can do is make a list of the books that you'd love to read and start reading the first one on your list. Number three, reach out, or number two, I should say, reach out to the, you know, friends, friends that you have that are business owners, entrepreneurs, and ask for recommendations, What books do they read? What has maybe changed their life, made a huge impact? Um, And then same thing for podcasts and audiobooks. Find what works for you, but promise me one thing. Okay, pinky promise, put your hand up, whatever, but promise me that you won't give up on dedicating time to learning how to become the best version of yourself. Don't give up on you. Seriously, sis, amiga, girlfriend, powerhouse, Queen, don't give up on you because you deserve to dedicate that time to you. You deserve to live a life of passion, of purpose. I mean, you deserve it. If, of course, you deserve it, but it will only happen if you dedicate that time, that effort. You know, you take action. You have to take that action because, again, no one can do it for you. You are the absolute only person that can take that action. I cannot do it for you. Your husband can't, your mom can't, your you know children can't. Only you can do that. So do me a favor. Once you decide what your first book that you will read will be, message me on social or email me at leslieq26 at gmail.com. That's L-E-S-L-I-E-Q-2-6 at gmail.com. Um, and let me know. Let me know what that book is and share with me what you're excited about in regards to starting your personal development, your self-growth journey today and enrolling in the University of Opportunities. (laughs) And if you don't know what books or book to read, then send me a message or email me and I will definitely send you a list of my favorites. So that's it. 
Thank you so much again for listening to episode 17 of the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. I'm sending you lots of love, an abundance of blessings, and a ton of virtual hugs. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I hope you truly enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family. Make sure you rate the episode and the podcast and also make sure you leave a review. Thank you again so much for listening to Perfectly Imperfect.